Hello, hi, thank you everyone for joining me here today. Welcome to People Are Talking. I'm LaDonna Crawford. Today is Saturday, March 25th, 2023. This is a special edition episode for me today. Again, this is a special edition episode for me today. I normally don't broadcast, don't publish so soon. However, everybody, come join around. You have got to hear this. I recently had an experience that I absolutely must share with you and everyone. And I ask you all here today, whomever is listening, who joined in, tuned in, to please share this. Please share this episode with, with your family and friends. It's very important. Always try to bring some knowledge to my podcast listeners. I'm um, 61 years old woman. And, and I have had quite a bit of experience, life experiences. And what I do is I share those with everyone in hopes that my experiences can help someone else, you know, that has gone through, you know, going through some of the experiences that I have had and I have uh, survived. (laughs) So, without further ado, let me get started here. I like, you know, I'm a writer. And I, as you see, I like to, I have a podcast. I like to talk to people and reach out and help everyone. And that's what I, what I do and I try to be good at it. So having said that, I tend to, you know, people like me, writers and with thinkers, we like to kind of be in calm settings, peaceful settings. And we meditate and we get a lot of our ideas that way, you know. Um, also, it, it just relaxes you. So I have a tendency to go to remote places, to quiet places. I like to go to the park. I like to go to the marina, you know, in this peaceful setting, atmosphere. And I listen to the the way, you know, the waves and I just look at the birds and just, you know, the people and everything. Okay, so that's um, the, you know, the setting for this uh, episode. So recently, I had gone to the park. I was sitting in my car. And I was having a lunch, a meal, a sandwich. And there was yeah, other people there, of course. And there was cars on, all, you know, around me, all around mine. And I noticed this particular SUV just kind of driving back and forth. And you know me, I'm very, also I'm very observant. And I always try to be aware of my surroundings. It's a good idea. I'm not paranoid, I'm just aware. You know, you have to be aware. 
And so I was, I'm thinking, hmm, okay. You know, maybe they're looking for someone. Next thing I know, it was a man. He was alone. He was coming toward me. And so I'm thinking, okay. He came kind of fast. He pulled in right um, next to me. And and I knew the way he pulled in that it was not, you know, he wanted something. He wanted to discuss something with me. He wanted to engage in some type of conversation with me. Because he pulled so close to me when he was actually parking. And I thought he was going to move over, but he didn't. He pulled close enough for me to have, if I had opened my car door, it would have hit his. Okay. And that was, that was not a good sign. I wasn't comfortable with that, but I stayed there. I just, you know, sit in the car. He gets out. He proceeded to get out of the car, out of his car. And, of course, I'm watching him. You know, I put my sandwich down, and I'm watching him. And he comes, stands up to my window, and he, he and I looked at him, and I realized I didn't know him. I'm thinking, maybe I know this person. I know a lot of people, you know. And so I looked at him, I'm thinking, no, I don't know this gentleman. And so he was standing there, and he was like, um, then he, he stood there at the window, then he went and he sat back in his car, and he opened his door and he was talking and he said um roll the window down um, you know open the window you know open the car door i said excuse me i said do i know you and he said and he just repeated himself he says roll the window down open the car door i said no sir i don't know you i mean i'd like to know you know what do you want with me you know what's going on here and so he says i don't believe that's your car Folks, I'm not kidding you, people. I'm not kidding you. He said, I don't believe that's your vehicle. And I said, oh, I'm sorry, but yes, it very much is my vehicle. And so he says, I don't believe so. I said, well, yeah, it is. And so he says, um, he asked me, did I know a person named, they call Black. I said, no, I don't know anyone by the name, Black, or nickname, or whatever. I don't know. I'm sorry. And so, he just stood there. Now, I'm looking, you know, when I talk to people, I look in their eyes. I pretty much am really good. I have this good sense of feeling, picking up on people's vibes. I've always been that way. I think it's a God-given gift. You know, I believe I'm a believer, as everyone knows that listens to my podcast. But it's a God's giving gift because I can feel, you can feel, I can feel good vibes. I can feel bad vibes, you know. But you, it's very important to look at a person when you're talking to them. Look right in their eyes. Don't blink. You know, don't. Don't look away. Look down. Look look right at them. Not necessarily in a, you know, uh, uh, aggressive way. Just look at them. Let them know you don't have a problem looking at them. Because trust me, you can tell a lot by looking in a person's eyes, looking in their face. You know? And they can tell a lot by you. Like, are you, you know? So now, first thing, first of all, I want to share this with I have gone through a lot of my life, you know, and I lost a son when he was 30 years old. 
and I mention that because that's the worst, you know, experience I had. Yet it it taught me. I learned how to be strong, and I learned my strengths. And that there's very little. I I don't have a fear. I don't. I'm not fearful of people or things, because I believe in the Lord, you know, and I faith in Him. And also, I feel like I have pretty much worst faced my worst fear. You know, the worst thing a person could do to me is maybe hard shoot me, kill me, stab me, which I don't want. But um, even then. You know, they can't kill my soul, you know. But uh, I, I I, don't fear dying. I don't fear, I don't want to, but I don't fear that, you know. But we live in a world now where it's, you know, anything goes and everything, you know, you can imagine it can happen and has happened. So I, that's why I'm very aware of my surroundings and when I talk to people, I pay attention to them. So my first thing is, I'm going to. I'm speaking to you all here now. Whenever you face with a potentially dangerous situation, do not or just really uh, something very stressful. Try, if any way possible, to remain calm. Yes, I know it's easier said than done, but it's very much necessary. It can save your life. Because if you remain calm, you can think when you, when you, when you, you know, when you flip out or you lose control, you, you can't think. You lose the ability to reason, to think, and to pay attention to what's going on. You must, it's a must, you know, to try to remain calm. Make, force yourself to do that. Um, in a situation like this also, I had to, you know, and, 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 I'm, and I've had to do this a lot, so I did, I remained calm, and I kept looking at, in his eyes, I wasn't fidgeting around or anything, acting nervous, and I talked with him, I was not, I made sure I wasn't aggressive or, um, you know, I wasn't being, um, uh, defensive, you know, I didn't, I wasn't, uh, you know, talking to him in that manner. I talked to him normally, even though it was not a normal situation. I realized this man had uh, a mental problem. And he was not normal, emotional. He was, and that, therefore, he was, anything was, could have happened. I was in a situation where it was totally, I had no idea, because a person like that, they're unpredictable. They don't even know what, them, what they're capable of, I think, themselves. So it's important for me to stay calm, for you to stay calm in the situation, and to keep that person calm. Had I got really excited and raised my voice and started fidgeting and, and, you know, accusing him of, you know, disrespecting me and asking him, you know, to go away and just be... It would have triggered, it would have pushed his buttons, it would have made the situation even worse. So I talked to him, you know, as though he was normal. And that, you know, and I didn't talk to him as though I was afraid of him. You know, I just had, I started having a conversation with him. So he asked me, how long did I have my car? And I said, I told him about six years, you know, 
And then I, he says, okay. He says, well, if you need a mechanic, ever, ever, um, I can give you the name of a good mechanic. I said, okay, sure, thank you. So he gave me the name and the phone number to a, a mechanic. I thanked him for it. And then he says, you should call that number right now so you can make sure that you have the right number. I said, oh, okay. I said, well, I can't right now because I was in the middle of, you know, in the middle of my lunch and I want to finish eating, but, you know, I will thank you. I was not going to call that number. I don't know what that was about, but I was not going to have put my number into that number. You know, it may have been his number. I don't know. But you have to think. And that is why it was so important for me to be calm so I can listen to what he was saying and, uh, act accordingly, you know. So, meanwhile, I'm still watching him. And I actually rolled my window down because I wanted him, you know, I didn't want to show total fear. I wanted to actually engage with him, you know, try to keep him calm and, you know. So, I actually did roll the window and then he he talked to me, you know, through the window. And he asked me, he said, you sure you don't know this person named Black? I said, no, sir, I actually don't. I said, you know, I'm a very, you know, I don't meet too many people, you know. I know a lot of people, but I'm kind of a, you know, private person. I, you know, don't meet a lot of people, mingle a lot with people. I said, I'm, but I'm sorry, I don't know uh, that person, you know. So I says, okay. So he just... We just paused, and I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, you know. And he just had a look on his face. He was very, like, troubled. And he told me, he said, man, it's been a rough night, you know. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. And he just sat there and paused, and he had his head down. And he, and I asked him, I said, sir, are you okay? You know, he said, you know, are you okay? Everything okay? He says, well, you know, I've had a rough time recently. I said, I'm sorry to hear that. I said, you know, it's rough, you know, I said, out here. Um, I said, you know, we all just, you know, trying to survive, you know. And I said, I hope it gets, you know, better for you. So he says, thank you. So then I, uh, I just, you know, remain quiet and watching and, the, you know, paying attention. In my mind, I was thinking I wanted to get out of that car. I wanted to get out of my car and go, you know, around other people, go inside more or less the park and be around the people. But I, that would have angered him or maybe, maybe have alerted him, you know. I realized again that I was dealing with a person that was not sound mentally. And so you don't want to trigger them, you know, make no sudden moves or sounds or anything, you know. And so I'm like, okay. So I get, I, he, he seemed to be kind of quiet and calming down, you know. Because when he first arrived, he was a little, he was a bit, you know, nervous, like aggressive, like, you know. And I'm like, oh, okay. But that mannerism changed, his body language and everything. So I sit there, so then, um... I started, you know, eating, back eating my sandwich, you know, my lunch. And he closed his door, his car door, and he just sat there and I just, you know, kept eating my sandwich. And he laid back his head on his headrest. And I'm like, okay, I guess he's going to be here for a while, you know. 
So I had decided to eat my sandwich and then leave. So in the meantime, he started up his engine. And I'm like, oh, God, thank you. He's leaving, you know, he's going. And he backed out. And then he turned, you know, facing the road to go. But he just sat there in the car, idling, facing the road. As though he wasn't sure which way to go or if he should go. And I was thinking in my mind, oh, please, Lord. Hopefully he will leave. He won't stay here. And so... I just sat there, and he sat there, and then he slowly drove away. Oh my goodness. You know, I'm like, okay. I I was a little nervous inside, but I, made, I was making sure that I did not show that. You know, I wanted to remain calm, and I wanted to watch him and look at him and let him know that I was actually listening to him. But not be in a defensive mode, you know. So he left. I sat there and I said, oh God, thank you. And I said, okay, I think I need to leave, you know, move away from here. So I put my, you know, the rest of my food away. And then I drove away. Once I saw that he had left. I did not want to drive off and have him try to follow me. So, I said to myself, oh my goodness, that was a close call. Because this could have gone a number of ways. (laughs) Um, When you're dealing with a person that way. And he truly was not sound mentally. And so... I gathered myself, you know, together. When I got into, you know, where I was going and sat down, I thought, wow, this is something I need to share with my listeners, with my followers on my podcast. Because it's, I just want to let you all know that it's, whenever you're in a situation like that, or a situation that's really difficult and stressful, Try and remain calm. It makes, you know, it says, you know, it's not, it's not easy, but you have to do it because that's, that's the survival mode because you have to be able to think. You have to ground yourself and you have to be able to think through your situation. For example, I'll give you another example. Years ago, years ago, I had, um, gone to another town my my fiance and I were and on the way back we were on the highway and it was four way you know traffic on the side quite a bit big highway we were on the way home and my tire blew out our tire blew out the car the car and I wasn't driving my fiance was driving of course and it, it made a loud sound you know, and then it was kind of trying to pull, you know, the car was, you know, when it does that, it's going to try to pull to a certain, you know, side. Meanwhile, my fiancé, he was a very good driver, and he was one of those people that he was calm. He didn't get excited about most things, you know. He had been through certain things, and he remained calm. And so what he did, he put his hand all across me, 
letting me know. Just calm down, relax. It's gonna be okay. He took. He steered. Now we remind you, we have four lanes traffic times. Okay. And we need to get over. We need to get over. You know, out of the traffic. So he very calmly held the wheel, kept the car straight, guided it to a safe spot, and then we parked it, and then he turned it off and said, I, of course, he's like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm okay. But I, I noticed in how, how calm he got, the, you know, and actually, the more severe the situation is, the more calmer you need to be to think it through. So that's my special podcast for today. You know, and I hope someone got something from this conversation. Um, if please share this with your family and friends. Have a great day. I want to tell you guys, everybody, be careful out there. You know, I know, one last thing I noticed. There is an awful lot of people that's walking around on the street that are mentally dis- disturbed. And I'm sure, you know, maybe a lot of people have noticed that. You know, we have some that's really severe where they walk around and they're, you know, having conversations with themselves and this and that. And, you know, it's, it's due to a, a couple of things. We don't have the facilities or the, the, the finances anymore to take care of our mentally ill. We've shut down a lot of our programs. And we've shut down a lot of our programs. So, okay, everybody, that's my podcast for you today. Have a great day. Remember, Jesus loves you, even if you don't know him. I love him. Peace.